0: Hi, it's Tap Horner. Thanks for tuning in to the For Your Success podcast, an inspirational program about creating the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. Your host today is a Christian author, speaker, business coach, and program development expert who will help you design, grow, and delight in doing business as worship, because that is true success. And now, here's my lovely wife, Katie Horner. Thanks for being here on the For Your Success Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Horner, and today we have a very special guest with us. She is the host of the Daily Hustle Podcast, as well as the CEO, founder, author, everything behind the scenes as well over at tribeofdrivenwomen.com. And so, Michelle Pippen, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, it's such an honor to be here. I've been really
1: looking forward to it.
0: Well, Tell us a little bit about your latest launch. We're here to talk about launching high ticket offers in this new series that we're doing and love to hear
1: a little bit more about yours. Yeah. So it's funny because my, you know, evolution of my offers actually kind of has gone in reverse. Like I had, when I first began, I had a lot more high ticket offers Um, when I first began coaching, I was one of the highest paid coaches on the East Coast, at least on the East Coast, and largely because I designed my business around my life. I had three children. I was homeschooling. I couldn't afford time-wise to have a bunch of clients paying me a little bit of money. So I had to have a little bit of clients paying me a lot of money. So, And then as I've gone, I don't work one-on-one with clients anymore. I only have the Women Who Wow membership, and so it's it's made to be very affordable. But I can tell you, I have launched probably a hundred different programs, at least some at, you know, a higher over $2,000 limit as far as, you know, not just programs, but also events that are three and $5,000 and I've launched um, cheap ones. I can tell you that it doesn't take any more effort to get people to pay a higher fee than it does a lower fee, right? And in fact, sometimes your low fee works against you, right? Because we have this idea of you know, it's too good to be true or you get what you pay for, you know, that kind of thing. And so for anybody who's doubting that, I just want you to know that it doesn't take any more extra like savviness or high arm selling or anything like that to sell a higher dollar program than it does a cheaper ticket. And the key though, I feel like the key difference, what I've learned from a million different launches, it feels like my own as well as our, our member businesses is When you're selling high ticket, you know, anything over two to $3,000, the best way to sell it is not like buying ads and funnels and all of that stuff. It is definitely a personal invite, right? A lot of times we try to avoid that for some reason. It is what fills events. It puts butts in seats. It fills the programs. And so for any launch, high ticket or, or low ticket, but particularly high ticket, I recommend that you start with what I call a list of 50, right? As you're creating the sales copy, as you are considering what you're putting into the program, think of 50 names, not a demographic. Demographics don't buy, right? People buy. And so think of 50 names of people who really should say yes to your offer at any price and create the offer for them and then personally invite them. When I'm in launch mode, I always have a list of 50. It's 50 names. So if if Katie Horner is on my list and I say, you know, why don't you buy this? And you say no, or you say yes, either way, you're scratched off the list. And then I replace your name with somebody else. I'm always working off a list of 50. And anybody can do this, right? I feel like all of the launch stuff out there is about building a list and like the free offer and a $7 offer. And it's all these steps between you and the person you want to serve. High ticket, let them know you're thinking of them and why you want them to say yes and go in direct. It's the fastest, best way to launch a high ticket program. How
0: long did it take you to get comfortable having those conversations with folks? Have you always been someone who could just strike up a conversation and sell anything? Or is that something that you grew into?
1: Well, I had the very... Exciting experience of being like broker than broke when I first began my business, right? So I didn't consider any aspect of whether or not I was comfortable selling. Like I was married then and I'm married now to um, the love of my life. He's a public school teacher. We had $213 in savings when I quit my job with no other plan B. This is 22 years ago. So back when like nobody worked from home, you heard like rumors of it, but you didn't personally know anyone. And so whether or not I was comfortable selling, it never occurred to me to even consider that, right? I was uncomfortable having the power cut off. So I got comfortable inviting people to buy for me. You know, I talked to Damon John at an event we were both at a couple of years ago and you know, his book, The Power of Broke came out. I was like, I lived The Power of Broke and it was the best thing ever because I didn't consider branding, networking, paying for ads I just had my list of people they happened to be my wedding list right like people who would know my name or my parents name or my husband's name and I just went direct to them and a print little letter I followed up you know via phone after that cuz not everybody back then used email and so I didn't get comfortable with it I was I was more uncomfortable not paying my bills so I just invited people to buy for me and for people who are uncomfortable with it though I just want you to consider it, it's like an issue of consent or permission, right? For any mother listening, right? Like, you know how we feel about, you know, unsolicited parenting advice, right? (laughs) You know? And so I was like, I don't want to fall into that category as a, for lack of a better term, like as a business coach, right? I don't want to fall into that category I need your consent in order to really make a difference in your business, right? Like you can hang around the peripheral of Women Who Wow, which is my membership, and you can feel the heat of what we're doing, right? But you're really not going to become the fire until you say, yes, I'd like to come in, right? And so it's really about getting a professional exchange. The difference between like your church softball team and a major league team is that the major league team gets paid right? They show up like they get paid. And so if you're uncomfortable, you know, consider like when you were a kid, everything was new to you, right? I remember my, my second daughter, when she was four, we put on a roller coaster and she cried the entire time, but she did it. And afterwards, I was like, baby, I'm so proud of you. Weren't you scared? And she looked at me like I'd grown two heads. She's like, yeah, I was scared. But you know what? As a kid, they don't think that's worthy of not doing it, right? They're like, of course I was scared and I did it anyway. And as women entrepreneurs, I don't care if you're uncomfortable as long as you're willing to do it anyway, right? Like do it uncomfortable. Yeah. It's really fun. Yeah.
0: It's like that quote that says, everything you've ever wanted is on the other side of fear, right? Absolutely. I think a lot of us put too much stock into fear of man, into judgments of people who aren't our right fit people anyway, into, you know, like all this, like, if you have this gift that can change people's lives, how dare you keep it to yourself? Why, why would you not be putting it out there for folks and giving them a chance to opt in for you? So. What would you say is is your biggest learning in all of the launches that you've done? Like what's one thing that's made the biggest difference in the success of these launches?
1: You know, what I just said, like going in, doing, you know, not trying to avoid personally inviting people to buy from you, right? It's the best way to go. It's the fastest way to reach your financial goals. It might be uncomfortable. Do it anyway. And people like being invited. You know, invitational marketing is really what I teach. So people like being invited. A lot of times, like I have this higher level event coming up in New York City. And many times I've invited people and they've said, oh, I was waiting to see if I got the invite. In other words, did you think of me? It's a media event, so meeting with the national media. You know, they're like, "Oh, I was wondering if you were going to invite me." Right? They waited on that. They felt good to be invited, and then I was so glad that I did invite them. Um. So the invitational marketing is absolutely huge. You know, avoid it to your own peril, if particularly if you actually need to make money in your business. That's the first thing. The second thing is to consider what your market values. Right. So like. Um, I kind of have a love-hate relationship with the media and I'm more of a conservative person. So you know, I'm sure they have a love-hate relationship with me as well. But I know that my market considers it important, right? So like I have Good Morning America Weekend on my little media reel and Entrepreneur Magazine. And I do that not because it's important to me, but because it's important to my people. So consider what people look at, right? And get whatever you need to get. A lot of times we think it's certifications. You know, I'm certified by my results, right? <laughs> like that's my answer. I happen to be oh, yeah. a certified coach. Nobody cares, you know, but they do care about whether I'm a big deal or whether I'm, you know, speaking on stages with certain people. So I, I make sure like that is something I keep in my awareness, but the direct invitational marketing is the thing that's going to make the biggest difference in your actual bottom line and in your launch.
0: Do you have any stats on that invitational marketing? Like, if I reach out to 100 people, like, what's the average that folks can expect or that you've
1: experienced? Oh, my gosh. So, first of all, the online marketing world has, has really, like, gunked up business, Right. I always challenge people, like, if you're online, like, that's a tool, right? Online is not like a business, right? You know what I'm saying? It's just a tool that we use. So you have to use the common business strategies that worked for, like, our great-great-grandparents before the Industrial Revolution, right? Yeah, the principles don't change when the culture does. Absolutely, right? The principles work wherever they're applied. So, like, if it would feel weird, as an example, in your marriage, right? as an example, I was interviewed for a legal podcast yesterday and they were like, well, what do you think about having like a theme for every day of your social media marketing? I'm like, same as if I have like prescribed conversations all the time. So I forget the question, but online marketing, you know, what, what we don't want to do is get stuck in things that don't make sense anywhere else that they are applied. So, um, I forget the question. I apologize. The question was uh, in regards to the stats. Like, do you have any oh, stats yeah.
0: okay. where, in terms of like, when you do these one-to-one reach outs?
1: Yeah. So on the uh, online marketing, they you know if you have a thousand people in your list and like ten buy, they consider it a huge success, right? Like you got like a one percent response rate. Like you know you go, but with one-to-one, your success is going to be far greater, right? Why is that? So I would say, like if you invite a hundred people to buy, 20 or 30, easy will buy. So if you're trying to fill an event, direct invitational marketing. Don't skip it. It is depending on your relationship with your market and how much they trust you, right? So like if I invite somebody, so let's just say to the media event, which I'm selling right now, they believe me. They know that I probably turn away two people for every person that I accept in, right? And they're like, okay, she believes in me. She thinks I'm ready. She'll get me ready, you know, whatever it is. So depending on your relationship with your market, it could even be higher than that. But nothing that you do in your business will be higher than that invitational marketing. And the reason is one, people like to be invited. And when I say invite them, I'm big on email, it's what I prefer. I'm not saying put them in a list in constant contact or whatever you're using and send that out. I'm saying Katie Horner, hey, You know, I wanted you to see this, like the below cut and paste for my sales page. I want to personally invite you because I see you're doing this or you have a book coming out or whatever, right? Like it's an actual like, Katie, here's why I think you should come. Here's what I have in mind, right? And people will say, well, I don't have time for that. They have no paying clients. I'm like, well, both of those can't be true. I still make time to do invitational marketing. It's the best use of my time. So it works because people like to be invited. It works because you are not getting caught in the not for me filter, right? Which is the number one sales robber of all time, the not for me filter, right? So, you know, if you say client and they're a doctor, you're in there not for me filter because they have patients. They don't have clients, right? So with a one-on-one invite- yeah, not, so it's
0: customized. It's personalized yeah, and customized. Make makes them feel like you're paying attention. Somebody noticed me and what I do and, you know, are looking out for
1: me. There's very little of that going around. And I have been known to like do a group email, but it'll say, "Um, hey, you're getting this email for this specific purpose, right? And, and I'll always say, You know, there are 14 spots left and 18 people got this email with you. (laughs) You know, I'm very, very transparent and people appreciate that. They respond at a much higher rate and they respond yes at a much higher rate. Wow. Wow.
0: Love it. Thank you so much for all of those insights. Um, I feel like we could have just filled a book with everything in the last 15 minutes. Um, It's been such a joy to learn from you. I'm so excited about the New York thing that you're doing and the, the membership. Y'all uh, who are listening or watching this, be sure you check the show notes for the links to everything that Michelle is doing. Check out the Daily Hustle podcast, head on over to com, and we're so grateful to have had you on the show today.
1: Thank you, Michelle. Absolutely.
0: So I'm Katie Horner of HandprintLegacy.com, obsessed with helping faith-based entrepreneurs design, grow, and delight in the business that affords you the lifestyle and legacy impact you want to have. It's been my honor today to host you on the For Your Success Podcast, and I do hope you'll scroll down wherever you're hearing this and leave me a comment or review. You can get all of today's links and show notes over at ForYourSuccessPodcast.com. And until next time, remember, my friend, your message matters.